You're listening to the M3 Fight and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Danny Vaughn and Brian Armijo from Versus Fitness and Martial Arts, your local podcast for everything martial arts. So I'm Coach Brian. Um, people call me Coach Brian. I'm Brian Armijo. I've been training for about eight years now. I received my purple belt um, back in 2006. <clears throat> I'm sitting here with uh, Coach Danny. Uh, introduce yourself, Danny. Yeah, I am uh, Coach Danny, uh, Danny Vaughn, head instructor over at M3 Fight and Fitness. Um, I've been training for probably about eight years now. Uh, I'm at my brown belt, and uh, hopefully get black here pretty soon. All right. Cool. So, I mean, we're both gym owners. Um, what, uh, what the One thing I can say about my gym is that what I want people to really get out of my gym is uh, higher fitness levels, a healthy lifestyle. Um, can you say the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you want to compete, we totally support that as well. I mean, just whatever you want, we're going to try to give to you. Uh, competition's important. That comes up a lot. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a large percentage of people that don't compete. Um, sometimes what, what happens is they actually they get the bug later on. But a lot of people, there seems to be, you know, the competition bug comes at a later point for a large percentage of the people. Can you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what what can you say about competition as far as like you know, is it for everybody? It's not for everybody. Um, some people just like to train. I mean, competition for schools. I mean, I wouldn't say no more than five percent actually do compete out of the entire academies. Um, I don't know if you can agree with that. Presenter making up with no, I, I think it's a safe percentage. A lot of people will, you know, they come into the gym because they want something new. This isn't. This isn't 24-hour fitness, you know, this isn't alley fitness, this isn't Gold's Gym where, you know, you pay a certain amount to use all the stuff in there and, you know, you walk in there and you stand in line for a treadmill or, you know, you get to your favorite machine and find out the cables are broken. Um, this is this is real fitness, it's functional strength, agility, um, you know, flexibility, This this is, these are functional things that you're doing when you enter the gym and... That's that's what I see is a lot of people come in and that's what they want. I've seen people that come in and they're you know 50 pounds overweight and they spend three four months coming you know two three times a week and and all of a sudden they've transformed into this you know into this mutant. It's just like where did this person come from? Um, and that's usually after that after they've they've completed the, the the their goal of losing a certain amount or becoming able you know. Uh, people vary. It's you know they want to do a, a, a perfect push-up. They want to be able to do ten perfect push-ups, or they want to be able to do sit-ups without their gut getting in the way. Um, and once they're able to do that, then they start tackling you know higher goals, which are you know hey I want to I want to start you know competing. Or once they start competing, they see that they get the competition bug. Then you start saying hey I want to take this up even a higher notch. I want to start doing you know MMA or cage fights. But everybody is their own. Uh, their own vessel like everybody's by themselves like uh, the team is there to motivate but at the end of the day it's like what are your goals and how can my gym help achieve that um, can you relate to that yeah absolutely um speaking in regards to gyms you've got a pretty nice facility right uh, yeah I'm working with about a thousand square feet of mat um, and we can make it we can make it work for for anything from striking uh, we have a Muay Thai coach that's uh, um, he's he's Actually, he's been training. He's a personal trainer. He's been training a long time in um, MMA, and he really knows his students. So you know, it, it you can have a whole bunch of mat space, and there's 
there's nothing going on on that mat space. And then, you know, you can have something smaller, but there's lots of stuff going on. There's a lot of people learning different things. And um, talk about like great facility. I know you guys got like two separate rooms with like all kinds of things. Go ahead and oh, yeah. describe I mean, your room. Uh, our front section is our main striking area, and that's uh, you know made with zebra mats. And we got our uh, we got our heavy bags. We got um, we got our speed bags. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff up there. Um, and just to make a note, having these great facilities to come check out and work out, safe environment, really knowledgeable people. When you first started training, I mean, how did you how did you start out? I mean, was it a nice facility? Did you have like great instructors with black belts, brown belts teaching you? I mean, how did it work for you? I, my my first my uh, you know, and I'm this is not a put down, but it wasn't the the most gorgeous facility when I first walked in. Uh, my friend took me in, and I kind of I didn't know what to expect being in my first gym, but as I walked in, I saw a mat, and it wasn't. The prettiest thing I've ever seen as far as the facility from the outside, but what really happened on the inside is what, what matters to me. That's where I come from is that it, what, it's what happened on the mat. It happens with the, the type of instructors you have, the kind of feeling that you get after practice. The, you know, are you reaching your goals or are you just wasting your time there? Um, but my first experience was, you know, wow, this, this, this Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is pretty magical. This is crazy stuff. So. How, how did how did they get you started in it? I mean, what was the main driving factor? I mean, was it the internet? Was it, was it um, UFC? Was it your friends? My friend was uh, we. I played a lot of soccer, so my friend and I played soccer with almost. I started with him uh, playing soccer when I was like seven years old, and I played played soccer with him all the way up until you know I think like college years. But he he got involved in it. I always liked martial arts, but I just I was always involved in team sports. He got me involved. He took me into my first class. I saw him. You know, we were two pretty equal guys. He was a little bit larger than me, but he was throwing me around doing all this stuff. And I'm like, there's no way that I can't do this. And I've always been into, like, fitness and this kind of stuff. So um, I I took to it right away. That's that's all I can say about that. Like, I wanted to do it right away. Yeah, the, the life journey on people and how they started jiu-jitsu to where they are now, I mean, especially the guys that started back in early 2000s or back in the 90s, I mean... Their stories are kind of ridiculous compared to some people nowadays. Where it's, you get these great facilities, and you've got so much knowledge built up now, and it's it's so popular. And I mean, they, some people don't know how good they've got it when it comes to these types of facilities, yeah, and these types of instruction. Yeah, it's definitely. Like I think uh, you know, everybody's turning to the MMA gym um, now, and it's like you know, MMA. Don't forget what MMA stands for. It's mixed martial arts. Like you can, it doesn't have to be what you see on television. This can be you know, karate and wrestling. It can be Muay Thai kickboxing and, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or, you know, all four of them, you know. It's who your teacher is. Who are you getting? Are you getting something out of it? Um, the facility is just, it, it's, that's exactly what it is. You can, if you had a facility and nothing else, you're just sitting there by yourself in a facility. Um, it's who you're learning from and, and at the end of the day, are you learning stuff from that person? Are you feeling good? Are you leaving with a sense of, you know, accomplishment? Um, I, I want to hear one of your stories. I know I, I have plenty, but what's one of your great success stories in terms of someone you've coached? Great success story? And probably my friend getting me into jujitsu. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think some people understand. I mean, when I first started, I think I was, I was 20 years old. Um, and I started training on carpet. 
in someone's living room <laughs> because they're like, hey man, you look like you're out of shape from, from traveling abroad and how about you try this stuff out? And I was like, try what out? You know, and he takes me into this living room and just starts manhandling me and he's this five foot six, hundred and thirty, forty pound Asian guy who I met at a, at a Kung Fu studio of all places, you know. I was like, oh, let me go check out some martial arts, go check out this Kung Fu spot. And uh, that's kind of what I started, you know, and on the living room in a carpet with a 130-pound, 5'6 Asian guy. And I got to say, I mean, he was a white belt too, but, um, you know, we had to take what we could get. And uh, from there, I mean, my greatest success rate for coaching now led up from that point, just imagine where I started, to where I am now with my own academy uh, probably Garrett he's uh, one of my teens he actually came down to the gym I think uh, a, last week the green belt he's an awesome role that's he, a big kid yeah he's like what 6'3 like 185 now I mean Very when talented. I when I first came to the gym he was horrible I mean <laughs> he couldn't tell his left foot from his right foot he uh, <laughs> he got he did some tournaments he got beat by like 50 points in one match and got choked out in every other match and he just it currently won uh, gold at, at one tournament, right? Yeah, that was the uh, the Copa Pacifica. Yeah, yeah, he just got gold, uh, gold out there and just uh, crushed on the teams out there. But uh, I mean, he always he's ready to compete. He wants to fight. He wants to learn. He's always got great questions and he picks up everything so quickly. And I think for me, building him up from being that kid that got the crap beat him all the time when he started out to the point he is now, just tearing through adults and teens. I mean, it's pretty uh, it's pretty awesome, you know. I mean. What do you what do you feel at my gym? Uh, the name of my gym is Versus Versus Fitness and Martial Arts. Um, I chose the name Versus because it always it didn't occur to me till later. I have you know everybody's gonna walk into that gym and they're gonna have that they're gonna come across an ego, and I'm I'm I, everybody has a, a a certain amount of ego in them. It's just natural, but it's un, it's up to you to like keep that keep that under wraps. You know, try to keep it in check. And Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu does just that. There is no line in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You can talk a big game, but once you're on the mat, um, you're going to get beat up, you're going to lose. You're probably going to lose more often than you win. Um, but the reason why I chose Versus is because at the end of the day, like, it's not your opponent. You know, It's not the person you're up against. That opponent is going to change over time, but it's you versus you. It's, it's you're making yourself better, and that person that's standing across from you is actually... It's just a tool for you to make yourself better. Um, talk about ego in the gym, Danny. Like, what do, what do you think about egos in the gym? Oh, God, you you don't even understand. I was living in Riverside for the first couple of years when I uh, started training. And uh, we would, uh, me and obviously the little Asian guy, his name's Ming Tang, by the way. He's, uh, he's over there at Robot Fighting Fitness now. Um, we would just go from people's garages, living rooms, backyards, just throw some mats down and we're rolling with guys that are 6'3", 200 pounds, tattoos, big trucks, you know, very dude-brush, you know, wearing their tap-out shirts, and they're like, yeah, 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 I want to do some grappling, so, you know, me and this little Asian guy roll around, and hey, you know, we throw on the mats and start choking these guys out, and some of them don't tap, some of them pass out, some of them get their ankles popped, I mean, you know why? Because they don't want to get tapped out by that little Asian kid and that half-Asian kid or something, you know? And, it's, it, and in no way did that help their game at all. They get injured and they can't train. I, I came across that too, and I'm not I'm not going to generalize and say all police uh, or police or authority or law enforcement are like this, but I've come across a few where they maybe got they show up to a class, um, and maybe prior to that they've had some training, 
but mostly spent a lot of time doing weights, and they felt that you know all these uh, bench press and the amount you bench press kind of goes into goes into play with like how strong you are. And I saw the same thing where it's like, okay, uh, I'm big and strong, and then they start to get beat by somebody that's smaller than them, or faster than them, or have more you know technique than them, and I would never see them again. They would they would show up for one class, they'd get beaten, and I never see them again. And they you know the next time I would, talk to them or see them or come across them, they would still be at the gym lifting lots of weights and it's just like, hey, what happened to training? And they'll be just like, well, yeah, you know, it wasn't for me. And it's just one of those things. It's just like if you're not getting, if you're not testing yourself for the sport, if you're not pushing yourself, you're not trying to make yourself um, better, it comes back to you versus you. It's just like I want to become better. Every day I want to get a little bit better. Um, there's people out there that are pushing a lot harder to be, you know, you know, bigger and better every single day. But as far as I'm concerned, like, is, if I'm better than when I woke up this morning, then I'm on the right track. Yeah, and the whole thing, you got to try to not compare yourself to other people. Remember, it's, uh, it's a personal journey. You know, are you better than you were yesterday? Are you better than the day you first started? Yeah. It's If you really want to test against other people, that's what competitions are for. You know, so if you're not competing, remember, it's a battle with yourself. But if you ever really want to test yourself against others, use competition because you're going to be against people your size, your weight, your skill level. And that's where kind of you can start gauging against other people. But I think in general, you should be doing more of a personal journey most of the time, right. in my opinion. Right. But I don't agree with that at all. No, no, I, I completely agree with that. I can't wait to get back into competition again. Um, I've had at least a six to nine month uh, hiatus right now, and it's the the bug is there. I've gone to visit and coach some of my students and watch some of my uh, former students um, compete, and you just get the bug. Like I know what it feels like. I know what the jitters are. Like if if you are comfortable, you are complacent. If you're put in an uncomfortable situation, whether you win, uh, you know what's the saying, Danny? Was it you don't win or you don't win? Or lose, you win and learn, or you lose. Yeah, I, so, I, don't, I don't remember something along those lines. <laughs> you, don't, you don't lose in jujitsu; you're always learning. So, you, whether you win, you're going to learn something. If you lose, you're going to learn something. But you're being tested. You're put in an uncomfortable position, and you learn how to work out of it. And that's and that's the personal growth for it. So, um, yeah. anything else we want to add to this? Uh, I don't know. I could go for days on this kind of information. I mean. We just keep going and going, but um, I guess we should probably uh, cut off from here and get more specific on our uh, on right. our future our future podcasts. All right, cool. Uh, Sounds um, good. Unless unless you got anything else to add, I, mean, I can't I can't really think of anything right now. Um, my my gym is located in Montebello, California. Uh, come check us out at versusfitnesscenter.com. Um, yeah, come check us out. We're in uh, Montrose, California. It's part of uh, Glendale. It's called M3 Fight and Fitness. It stands for Movement Momentum Mechanics. Uh, that's kind of what you need in order to uh, do martial arts. Um, it's um, that. I guess we'll just call it a day from there. Yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next time. All right, see you later.